All right, we are lit, good sir. Sort of cultivated ignorance. I am Will, the host. I'm Mike, the favorite host. <laughs> Stop. It's so terrible. This week we got a dope show lined up for y'all. Um, yes, we do. <laughs> we are going to be talking about. Unfortunately, South Carolina has. Uh, oh God. I, th- I think the Senate has passed a new abortion law, S one. Uh, basically saying that abortion shall not happen after a fetal heart heartbeat yeah which is roughly six, six weeks yeah. yeah so we want to know kind of what y'all's thoughts were about that we're going to be giving ours as well um and about how men just try and control women's bodies in general that's gonna be the bulk of what this show is <laughs> why we're still talking about this gathering the men thousands of years into existence <laughs> <laughs> men just got stuff to say we're gonna be talking about this that's one bill as well as people like Lori Harvey out here trying to date who she won't. We don't even know if she's fucking these dudes or not, but like y'all just be bothering. But they, but they just call her whore and stuff like that. So like, <laughs> it's just um, it's been a lot. So yeah, but as always, don't forget to join our Patreon. Uh, uh, Patreon.com slash Cultivated Ignorance. Don't fumble got, the bag now. Huh? Don't fumble the bag now. I know, right? <laughs> we got dope shit on there. Um, exclusive uh, conversations with certain people. We're going to be also doing reviews. We What did we do? What was our last review? We just reviewed, golly. Malcolm and... Uh, Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm and Marie. Which was a great review. That hot shit. That, <laughs> that hot was, shit. That was, listen, um, relationship goals of 2021. <laughs> Malcolm and Marie. That's what y'all need to be aiming for. <laughs> That's what y'all need to aim for. Yeah, that was a lit review. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing one on uh, Series WandaVision. As yeah. soon as the season's over, which is in a couple weeks, um, we're gonna be doing that, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna try and stick to cool shit, shit we like, mm-hmm. and um, black shit. And shit y'all like, if y'all let us know what y'all want us to review as well. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Uh, we'll gladly review it. Just pay the five dollars to see what we're talking about. <laughs> um, Shout so out yeah. to all the patrons that's already there. Oh yeah, absolutely. We got a few people showing love. We appreciate it because mm-hmm. these bills is real. Yes. Um, and I got a child. I so. got ten kids. That I don't claim, but I still sent him something little here and there. So Terrence said that shit was horrible. She didn't like Michael McRory. Because uh, she don't know, want to see what ugly relationships are like. <laughs> you don't want to real she wanna, she wanna live in this fantasy world. Oh, no, anybody got time for that. You yeah, that beautiful toxicity. I don't, <laughs> that shit was beautiful. It was lovely. Um, so, yeah, man. Uh, what do you think about this S1 bill? Have you, <laughs> have you looked at it? I didn't like uh, read the bill from head to toe. Uh, pretty much read the headlines. They gave me the summary of it, which was like we mentioned before. Basically, says that you know after six weeks, um, which is approximate time that you can kind of detect the fetal heartbeat, mm-hmm. women can no longer get abortions, and the woman won't necessarily be you know persecuted themselves if they try to get an abortion, but the doctor who performs the abortion will either will face federal charges and a ten thousand dollar fine. So it's basically the same thing. Like you can't really get a legal abortion. Yeah. And, um, no doctor who's going to lose their medical license. Exactly. Do that. Yeah. exactly. 
And I just found it outrageous, yo. Like, the fact of the matter is people are going to get abortions, like, if they feel like they need one. Yeah. Um, I don't believe in trying to make anybody a parent if they're not ready to be a Wait, parent. Buffoon McMaster. Yeah. Can we just say for a moment how shitty it is to live in South Carolina? Like, it's not many ways. It's not, it's not just us, though. Let's be clear. It's not just us. It's Alabama, Georgia. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, no. like, this is... No, we're not alone. This is sweeping the deep south for Absolutely. whatever reason. We're one of the hallmark. Like, yeah. the south is still super south. Um, yeah, I just think it's gross, man. Like, because not only are you not trying to help these women raise these kids that y'all, quote-unquote, think are so valuable to raise or whatever, but... um. It's just gross, man. Like these clear it's clearly for me anyway. I don't know what your opinions are, but it's clear to me like these politicians are trying to pander to, you know, their voters on a very, very religious voting base and um uh, trying to stay in power by using things like this. Cause I don't really think they care about these kids or not kids, but these fetuses that are yeah. so-called trying to protect. Um, I don't think they care about the livelihood of these women who have to deal with these things, who have to deal with the health implications of giving birth. And um, I think it's gross, man. I think it's gross. I think that they are so invested in their voter base and invested in religion that they, I guess they're not seeing the big picture. Like how, like how, and how forcing a woman to have a child that she doesn't want to have, like what kind of effect that can have on society. So you think they themselves are so religious they can't see that? Or they just are just pandering to the religious voters? I think, I think both. I think both are a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy because there's so many statistics on the, the actual good that legalized the legalization of abortion can do, mm. especially like on crime and, you know, economics in general. Right. So, you know, for Republicans who, of course, nobody wants crime, but you know, they're so big on like the economy and everything doing well, like having all these additional children that people don't want to raise and people are in such poor situations because they have children that they don't want, they can't afford, like it's an impact on the government as well. So it seems so short-sighted in a way. You know what I mean? That's what that's what makes me think it's more heavily on the political um, advantages of voting in this manner. Like they pushed this bill through so fast. It was the first bill that they pushed through since the new uh, since the new people got elected. Yeah, like in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like you know how long it takes to get a bill pushed through, y'all. I don't know if y'all know, but typically. Like it's a process. Yeah. Some of it's quicker than others, but typically it is a process. They, when I talk about they press this shit through to the point that he signed this shit as soon as he could. Because if the governor doesn't even have to actually sign the bills, they can let it ride and just, you know, pass in the, in the law um, passively, I guess you could say. He said he made a whole spectacle of it with the whole press conference and everything. Yeah. That's what makes me make, think it's more so of a political move. Does it like, I feel like it's so insulting to women. Like I'm not the biggest feminist in the world, I'll admit, but like it just like it's just so blatantly um against women that like it was only five women in the room Bruh. when they made this vote. <laughs> like there's only five women in the room when they made this vote. And uh and uh one of them who voted against it, which really doesn't matter if she was or for against it, she was like, It's pretty insulting that there's only five of us in this room. And she's actually a Republican. So I don't know where she actually stood on the matter. She was a moderate Republican from what the article said. Um, it's, it's just so funny that still like, you know, women don't get to really make choices about shit that affects women. That's what I was gonna ask. Like with the data that we know of how women are like grossly misrepresented 
in terms of um, policy. Um, how did this bill even get like validated by like regular regular people? Like, is it purely religious for like just regular people? Uh, they, they really just like you think people actually think that this is a life or death. We have to have all the kids that we can handle <laughs> out here. I, I don't want to sound terrible, but we don't need all the kids, okay? <laughs> we don't need all the children. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's real sticky because I'm I myself am pro-life. I'm pro-choice. I'll say that. I'm pro-life, pro-choice. I feel like both of those, yeah. I feel like you should definitely say, you know, if you are pro-life, but you all should just say if you are pro-choice as well. Because right. I feel like there's, uh, there's, there are two very different topics uh, that go hand in hand. That's what I'm getting so upset when Republicans push stuff like this. They say, like, we want to, like, not that I'm a Democrat, but, like, people like us want to kill babies. Like, as if anybody is for killing no. kids yeah. at all. Like, I've never heard someone say, like, I want to see more abortions out here. Like, no, like, we just need a safe way to have abortions. Like, so this bill has actually gotten um, suspended. I don't know if you read this part um, for the next two weeks because- A judge stopped it? No, a uh, federal judge, yeah, federal judge yeah. stopped it um, because Planned Parenthood is actually suing the state of South Carolina because there's actually we're in the process of, I think it was like 74 women went in the process of getting a, like a, getting an abortion within the next couple of days after the bill got signed. And they were like, yo, like we, we're in, like this is actually happening actively. <laughs> like. How y'all just gonna come up? It's, it's just really wild. Like, I, I don't have any form of logic around it other than they're harping on people's religious beliefs to push their own agendas to keep themselves in power. So the only the only thing I will uh, say with it maybe not being a religious matter is like whether you truly believe it's killing a life or not, you know? And nobody yeah. really knows well, nobody has clearly defined where life starts. You know what I mean? Mm. And the state of South Carolina is obviously trying to say that life begins at a fetal heartbeat, mm -hmm. despite the fact that if the fetus wasn't in the mom in six weeks, it couldn't survive on its own. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so that's one thing I struggle with. Um, do you think like the whole definition of where life begins, do you think that's still a women's matter? Do you think that's like a you think that's just a human matter? I feel like because the woman is the one that has the health implications of carrying the child. Well, not not in not in terms of abortion. What do you mean? I'm just saying, like, wh who who decides where life begins? Because I feel like if if everybody can decide where life begins, which I believe is accurate, then we should all have a say in when an abortion becomes murder. If you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, well, I think that's an important conversation. I guess what I was alluding to is like, I'm not sure how much it matters because in terms of caring a child, and I just, I'm not trying to yeah. make this about abortion, but in terms of caring a child, like who's the one at the end of the day has to carry that child? Oh yeah, the woman, I fully agree. You know what I'm saying? And like has to possibly lose her life in the process of that, like is the woman. So it's a legit question. I'm just not sure how relevant it is to situations like this yeah um and that's a tough question yeah it is um i don't know man i don't know i really wish these uh old white men could get it together 
Yeah, which two? <laughs> I will say one thing. I know I wasn't planning on bringing this up. This is a hard question. I think me and you have pondered still to this day. Um, what is another tough question? Is like, what say so does a man have in like wanting his child to be born if a woman gets pregnant with his with his you know semen? Okay. Um, I think a man can say what he wants. She don't have to listen. Yeah. But if she doesn't listen, he should be able to walk away. That's I mean, my that's true belief. I feel you. Um, but I say, I feel you. It's just like if you're willing to have unprotected sex at the same time, like you kind of knew what could happen. I mean, yeah, I get that. Yeah, it's, that's, that's I, I get. I, I fully agree. Like, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> dumb as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Please comment y'all's thoughts. Please Terrence is talking to another kid. She just she she can't, she just can't stop it. Please give us y'all's thoughts. We don't we, that's one thing we don't have an answer on for sure. Uh well Will has an I have an answer. Will I have an answer. I'm still like trying to figure my mind around that completely. Um but all in all, actually we should we skip the first question. Um did we? The first question was <laughs> why are men so overly concerned with women what women do with their bodies in the first place? Like, what is driving us to even like have these conversations like this about abortion, as well as like social issues where women are just out here living their life like it's golden, and <laughs> niggas got to intervene with opinions and shit. I mean, people, I think people, but men more so like to be in control of just any situation, <clears throat> and uh, when you have a country and a foundation that has given you permission to do so, <laughs> why not? You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Um, I think it's just part of uh, what the country has given men for so long that it's kind of just what it is now. Uh, now, obviously, we should be trying to break that cycle, which I think it's, it's happening more and more, you know, uh-huh. women in positions of power and niggas just waking up to <laughs> their douchebag. What is that woman doing out of the kitchen? <laughs> she doing <laughs> speaking on her own i think it's just a, a terrible foundation of this this country and the way everything operates now is run in the world really i mean you know women ain't got many rights <laughs> anywhere in the world no i think you're right and i think it's a lot of men coming refusing to come to terms with the fact that like a lot of things women do like aren't actually for us like for our approval in the first place and the women that were doing a lot of things for our approval or in a way, oh, speaking of great shows, not that anybody said that, um, Euphoria, the special episode with Jules. Yeah. When Jules was talking to the therapist about like, she's a, she's a trans trans girl or whatever. And she's talking about how she defined her femininity through the eyes of men mm-hmm. and how she just kind of woke up and just realized like, like she didn't like any of that shit. Yeah. Euphoria is a wonderful show. Y'all need to watch this shit. Yeah. I hear so many women say that like, Waking up and being like, actually, I don't enjoy any of these things. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do this shit, man. And so just them just like adamantly being against that and refusing to adhere to that. I think a lot of men don't know how to handle that shit. Like, I just because you can just see just men just putting their input. Like, I see dudes talking about how much makeup women. I've seen little dudes say like, if women knew how much men don't like makeup, they wouldn't put so much of it on. And I just said like that before the show. Like, I'm realizing that my last relationship. A lot of times makeup is just like a form of therapy for a lot of women. Like they don't even be thinking about us when they're putting all that shit on. 
I can see that. Got me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't really care what y'all do in the first place. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, man. On, on another level, I think men are, we like repress ourselves. Mm. We don't, we're not fully free to do what we want mm. um, to show our masculinity or how in touch we are with femininity, whatever. So we try and control the other sexes, right? You know, kind of thing, right? You know, it's we we have that mask of masculinity that we just have to keep up, you know, so often, mm-hmm. and it's and it weighs on I think men as a whole. So we we try and offset that by, you know, controlling women as well. Exactly. So, and we were gonna talk about this on another show, but this is why I feel like patriarchy doesn't actually benefit like men in our our positions, like. It might be to our, I guess, advantage in certain spaces. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like for example, like we had a room full of men, and like a woman tries to say something, and a, a dude might like overtalk her. Yeah. And in that moment, I guess he wins or whatever. But like, if that builds resentment and woman towards men, if that builds violence towards a woman from men, like how do we actually win from that? This is being short-sighted. Like right, yeah. You like, know, we're not looking at the bigger picture. I mean, that's not. That's, that's not uncommon. That's not, you know, hard to understand. Like, people are just short-sighted people for the most part. Right. You know, we're impulsive. We do things in the moment. Yeah. We don't think about shit like that. And I'm sure men are worse, because I'm a man. <laughs> I'm confident so, men are worse. <laughs> I'm very sure men are worse about it. I think men got to realize that we didn't, like, we as regular working class citizens didn't create these rules, but we try to live up to them, not realizing that they're being enforced on us to keep us all in a certain position. Um, even though we give them the, the thought that we will reach this higher position that most of us will never attain without some type of corruption, some type of, you know, mass trauma done to those that we say we love or in community with. And when you don't realize that, it's like that whole like billionaire mindset where you're like, you gotta, you gotta rob and steal, you gotta, you know, you gotta outplay everybody else. You gotta mm. step on some backs, you gotta step on some toes when it's like, just be Bill Gates or like, Zuckerberg or somebody, but but the chances of you being that zero to none in, in realistic terms, um, and it's when you kind of realize that that you realize that you really just hurting people that you love for nothing at the end of the day. Yeah. So, I don't know if you have any more thoughts on I that. Got, I ain't got nothing else. <laughs> y'all need to y'all need to cut it out, South Carolina. Right. <laughs> cut it out. Get it get it together, South Carolina. Um, the comments are going crazy, man. We're gonna come back and read those. Um. Everybody's in agreement. Um, Martel and Ketchy, Xavier, thank y'all for joining us. Um, I did want to shout out um, the we have a local one thing Sacramento does do good is women's empowerment. <laughs> as far as the organizational like you know level, there is a dope organization called REN, which stands for uh, Women's Rights and Empowerment Network. They do very very dope um, work as far as supporting women girls and gender expansive people and advocating for better policies, educating and mobilizing people, engaging individuals, organizations, and building coalitions with those who seek to further the efforts um, that they've already implemented. Um, when you talk about like policy, like building policy, it's when you talk about going to these city council meetings, meeting with uh, representatives, meeting with senators, doing dope things, like they do all these things. Um, I was trying to get somebody on for the show, but unfortunately she couldn't make it. She had class tonight. But um, definitely check out scren.org. If you live in South Carolina, which most of y'all do, if you're watching us, shout out to Silver City. Um, check out scren.org. 
just find out how you can get more involved because that's that's one thing I want to take away with. I don't want to just say like just complain about this shit and then we go back to our regular lives. Like definitely support them, get involved. You can volunteer with them. You can donate money. Um, they do great things. So check them out. Word. Yes. 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 All right. So as far as lawmakers who ain't shit, I mean, I'm sorry, <laughs> regular people who ain't shit. Um, yeah, and these got something to say about women just out here dating, man, apparently. Um, your girl Lori Harvey was out here living her life. Living her life with Michael B. Jordan. What, what was, who was it? Um, she had saw, well, we don't even know if she actually dated all these people, first of all. But Michael B. Jordan's who she currently with, right? And I think she was, she was I, seen with... Okay, like, let, me, let me back up. I feel like it's fair to say she's dated these people. It's pretty saying? fair to say she's dated these people. See, some pictures, they were just in, in pictures together, though. Okay, even even still, like I, okay, whatever. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's wrong to say dated, because that is irrelevant. Like whether she dates somebody or not is irrelevant. Yeah, I agree. So, continue. The only reason I mentioned is because people framed it like she was just no. For people framed it like she was a whore. <laughs> Actually, this is your topic. Do you want to lead it? Off? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, anyways, Lori Harvey booed up with Michael B. Jordan as of late. Um, she's she's been seen. So we can keep it PC for Mike. What she's been seeing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> she's been seeing with uh, other people: uh, Diddy, Future, uh, Diddy's son. Uh, I don't know who else. I think that's just about it. It was a couple other people. I can't remember. Yeah, no, but anyway, she she bad. She's super bad. Yeah. She's Steve Harvey's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and and she is she out here. He said she was gonna think like a woman, think like a man, and what, what I don't know what Steve would be saying, you know. Yeah, she out, she out here living her best life. That's yeah. all. That's all. So, Boosie being the South Boosie nigga is, <laughs> um, Boosie came out and said some blah blah. If if it was me, I wouldn't date her. No, he you said know? he wouldn't marry her. He said he yeah. bunker or whatever, but he <laughs> he, he wouldn't marry her because yeah. he sees her as. Somebody loose, who's fast, yeah. loose, out here giving the cheeks away. Um, now, <laughs> y'all niggas got to stop, man. <laughs> y'all niggas got to stop. Famous niggas and regular niggas. Like, it be the regular niggas be the worst though, because <laughs> like, the regular niggas be hyping up the famous dudes. Like they be like, oh yeah, that nigga preaching, cause <laughs> they be acting like these niggas is prophets. Um, so like, why are men as well as uh? As well as men in the public and private, so quick to call women whores. Like who was whores <laughs> for like pursuing relationships, especially when they're a celebrity. Mm. Like what is like what is that about, Bruh, I'm telling you, niggas be scared to use that power. Like so, I watched the four minute, and this is the only view of Vlad we get from my ass ever. Because please cancel, but I don't. We don't believe in cancel <laughs> culture. Cancel Vlad. Cancel Vlad. Give your interviews to somebody else. Please give it to somebody else. Um, I watched a little four-minute interview, and the thing about it is he was like, man, you know, oh, I'm trying to figure out this. Why are we not praising these dudes for being able to even get Lori Harvey in the first place? Like, why the dudes don't get the, the praise, but she get all the praise for being got? Like, That's what he said? Nigga, it was the most nigga logic like, <laughs> you would ever hear in your life. Like, so he wanted niggas to get praise for getting her, Yes, but he wanted to shame her for getting these niggas. Precisely. <laughs> Precisely. You can see the little symbols. What's the little mean with the symbols and the, the charts? <laughs> oh, make, the right angles. And please, shit. please make me understand. Like I don't. But then he was like truly bothered by it. And I'm telling you, like seeing some a woman be like, "I'm not gonna wait around for these dudes to make up their mind on what they want to do with me." 
I'm gonna see what I got. And then, and then, and then niggas still with the the whole like lock and key analogy. You know the whole like if you got a <laughs> if you got a key that can open a thousand locks, that's a master key. Okay. If you got a lock that can be just unlocked by any key, that that, that lock is a piece of shit. Like it's like this whole the whole mental gymnastics of it all to explain why women shouldn't do what they like. As if like women don't vet like their partners the same way like are you what hope men do that men usually don't by the way <laughs> like this nigga future is a god bro this nigga future is a god out here you ain't never seen this many think pieces on future in your life <laughs> um but yeah i think it's, it's just intimidating man like and insecurity is a hell of a drug like when you think when you've been with a woman that you know for a fact for this is true for a lot of dudes not for me i don't actually body count but like, if your woman tells you, I've been with a hundred dudes, like the first thing you're going to think of is like, how do I compare it to those other hundred dudes? That's why I don't ask. I don't, I treat everybody that had been with 300 people. Like we still going to get tested. I'm, I'm going to wear a condom. Until we get tested. Basically. <laughs> Bonnie said the lock and key bin garbage. This is the go-to. It's the go-to. Like, it's insecurity, yo, I think. I really do. I don't know what it is, but these niggas got to stop. It's so. It's like first off, why, why, are you, why are you invested in this woman's life? Like, like, wh- like, why did you feel the need to judge in the first place? Just why? I don't want to know why. What told you to get on? Like, this what keyboard? told you? <laughs> to open your mouth and say, "Yo, I think Lori Harvey's a whore." <laughs> like, and then put it in like a, a Twitter post that you think is just so prophetic, like. Like <laughs> you know how people be putting these statuses like like he's like he's shit? waking niggas up to something bro. yeah <laughs> and then like I know somebody else man bro we was having a conversation and I and I was uh, on Instagram or something and I scrolled past Indie Love bro was like damn she's beautiful but she's a whore <laughs> <laughs> I was like god dang <laughs> Bro, like, we, bro, like, we were having, we didn't even talk about India Love. Like, I was just scrolling <laughs> in one breath. Wait a minute, she's beautiful and a whore. Wait a minute, like it happened that swiftly. Like, bro, it was just like that. It was all in one sentence. What did you even say to? Her? <laughs> it was a compound that? sentence. She's beautiful and a whore. No, no, no commas. <laughs> no commas. Bro, like, I, we got into this whole argument about like why she, and then he gave me the. Uh, the key? No, he gave me that logic. Oh boy, gave us uh, at that at the other podcast, um, at Trey and Vic's podcast. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> he was he he backed down and he was like, "Yeah, uh, I think she's a whore. Like, whore is not an actual definition of her being a slut. It was it was I've seen her with a bunch of men, so that's how I define a whore. I I wouldn't date her. And I was like, okay, okay, my man." <laughs> Niggas just exhaust me, man. Do you think, like, once you get them in that corner, like, and they start, like, because you, I, I see what you're saying. Like, it's that whole, like, I said some foul shit. And if you just went along with that, it will continue being foul Yeah, shit. bro, because, like, as soon as he said it, I was like, well, what made you say she was a whore? Now it's like, now I got to go to the <laughs> mental gymnastics of, like. Like, what made you say she was a whore? Yeah. And I was like, she's been, he was, he said something about, like, she's been with a lot of people. And I was like, do you know that, though? <laughs> And like he just, you know, you just keep trying to, you keep trying to move, you keep trying to move your definition of what yeah. war is yeah. to fit like I'm not a piece of shit now. <laughs> but that's my thing. Why do that versus just being like, you know what? I might have stepped out of pocket when I said that shit. Because you don't want to lose. You don't want to look like a piece of shit. 
But it's someone you easier. like a piece of shit you are. It's well, I guess it's, that's subjective, but I would say it's so much easier though that instead of defending bullshit, the act of defending the bullshit, like we man, we lied before, right? You got caught in a lie. The effort it takes to defend your bullshit, to come up with a story, make it logical, and then memorize that story from this point going forward to the rest of your life. That's why I lie no more. Versus <laughs> exactly. Versus just being like, you know what, you got me in some shit. Yeah. I apologize. How can I make it right? If I can't make it right, well, it was a good run what we had. <laughs> um, but usually they're not gonna leave you like well, it depends on who you with. Yeah. But the, the just the effort it takes to just build this narrative, like you gotta turn into George um George R. Martin and shit, like on the spot <laughs> and make your whole universe. No, you be like looking like the last the two niggas in the last seasons. <laughs> That's what your shit be coming out like. You be you be thinking you be saying some good shit, <laughs> and then come out like the last two seasons of Game of Thrones. You think they was in the room like, yeah, this shit, they gonna the, love bro. This you shit. know they were. You know they were. Oh, and then she gonna finally snap, bro. She gonna, she gonna kill everybody. She gonna snap. Oh yeah, in one episode, she yeah. gonna go left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they didn't show up the Comic Con that um that we. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know, man. It just it just bothers me how people how men are just so invested in judging women based off of who they see them with. And like the crazy part is like they're celebrities. Like you're going to see them with <laughs> you're going to see them with men. Like they could have been out on one date. Like her like one date. Oh she's a whore. Oh god. Oh god. Oh my god. She's she's pictured with ten men. <laughs> they all finger at once, clearly. <laughs> even though even even though the background's the same. It's <laughs> Yeah, of course it was a Fourth of July party, but who cares? She's a whore. <laughs> She's a whore. Do you think it's as bad as it's always been, or you think things have got better? I do have hope that things have gotten better. I think I think things have gotten better. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think things have gotten better in some ways. Like men are more understanding, probably as a whole. Mm-hmm. But the visibility that men or the access that men have to women on social media makes them think that they have some kind of connection with their real life <laughs> so they feel like they can judge you think it's that deep yes I, I feel like people take like instagram and pictures they see people in mm-hmm. as like their real life like, oh yeah for sure like despite it being one picture like they feel like they can judge that moment or that person off of those pictures you know what i mean i agree with that i'm saying like do you think they actually feel like they actually have a true stake in that person's lives to where because i always looked at it as it's just niggas who feel entitled to just speak on any woman's life. It's not necessarily that they feel like they have a particular stake in this particular person's life. Yeah. It's just they have entitlement in terms of judging what all women do. Yes, yeah, that's that's gotten better. That's gotten better. No, I think um, so but the toxicity is still very real. It's very real. <laughs> it's very real, very gross. Yeah. Um, I said, what about NBA young boy out here having a billion kids at a young age? Bro, my man is out here. My man does have a lot of kids. My man had a my man was with uh, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Yeah, had a baby by her, and then had another chick pregnant at the same time. Bro was out here. That nigga's getting it. I don't know what to tell you, Roxanne. He might be the ultimate um Christian because the Bible says I don't know that you gotta tell me. It doesn't say be fruitful or something like that. Spread your seed. Uh, Sprinkle it like um Pepper Bay or whatever dude's name was. <laughs> Salt Bay. Salt Bay. There you go. I don't think it says all that. It doesn't. It says be fruitful and multiply or something like that. Oh, he doing it. <laughs> he, doing he doing it. Yeah, man, it's it's ridiculous. Um, 
Feel free to give me more comments on that in the chat. Um, High Jewish men will call other men whores just equally. Actually, I don't. That's not what I wish. I wish I would stop. But <laughs> just leave people alone. <laughs> yeah, just leave people alone. Just leave people alone. Just know that people, like it's. I think it's still just so much. I'm happy that our generation and definitely Gen Z is like straying away from you know, this traditional religious beliefs of just constant judgment. Um, and that's not to say I want more people to. Well, I, I do kind of want people straight from religion, but even if you stay with religion, like I'm glad to see more Christians even be like, I don't need to be judging niggas on what they're doing out here. Like, exactly. Kevin on stage is one of my favorite comedians, and like they be talking about some ratchet that shit on his podcast. And though he's very Christian, like he'll never get on the podcast and be like, let me tell you what these whores are out here doing today. Like it's never been it ain't like his fucking business and he know that. He actually goes out of his way not to do that. Like to go against that. So yeah, I'm happy to see that. Um, this is just what's messing me up when people like are so afraid of other lifestyles that they just go to attacking it and judging it from an ignorant standpoint. And because it's all that deeply rooted, like imprinting of Everything else is the devil. If you got one wife who's never been with anybody before and y'all have your own kids. <laughs> Not realistic in this day and age. It's, it's wild, yo. Um, yeah, man, with that. Um, so everybody, anybody knows me knows that Patrice O'Neill is my favorite comedian, uh, most favorite comedian of all time, who passed away some years ago at 41, I believe. And um, Patrice, if y'all know Patrice, he was, I'm talking about like probably the most dynamic and just effortless comedian, um, one of the most anyway, to hit the stage. Like it never really sounded like he was telling jokes because he wasn't really telling jokes. He was telling exactly what he felt <laughs> all the time. And I don't know if you were a huge Patrice fan or not. I think I watched one Patrice uh, ep- uh, special after mm-hmm. you told me about him mm-hmm. and I, it did not disappoint. Yeah, man. Like it's just someone who's just speaking their truth unapologetically and it just can do so in a hilarious way. And I was watching this documentary they had on him on Comedy Central, you know, celebrating his life and legacy and everything. And what I loved about it is while they had all these comedians who loved and celebrated him and said all these good things about him, the, the document is very upfront of the fact that he was a proud misogynist, like self-proclaimed. <laughs> he would say like, yo, I think men are better. <laughs> That's the point blank period. And he would talk about like, he had a fiance before he died and whatever. And he would talk about, you know, seeing other woman and shit. Um, he would talk about the experience of bringing in her, her and her new daughter. She had a daughter of her own. And like, he was talking about like how he felt like a sucker, like being the nigga that got, a, um, you know, the pre-made married, well, pre-made family and everything. <laughs> like he was very honest about how he felt and shit. And like, he would talk shit to the woman in the audiences and shit like that. And um, it made me think about how like we so often celebrate black male triumph while kind of like overlooking like how it often comes at the expense of black women, well, I'm saying black women, but women in general, like how we just kind of skip over the part of what the abuse this person might've put on the, the woman in his life to get where he was, to get where he, you know, I guess you call his point of success, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think about that with him. I think about that with rappers. Future. How, Future, <laughs> very very future. Um, I remember my first experience was like realizing this was in high school with Big Pun when he died. Niggas was like, oh, RIP Pun, we miss you, Pun, we love Pun. 
Pun was a oh my god. You know Pun's like a history of abusing his wife and them? No, I don't. Oh my god, bro. This nigga was a terrible human being. Really? This <laughs> a terrible human being. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> like I just think about how we just skip over that. And I'm like, why is that, yo? Like, is it because we think it's a necessary evil that it's just men being men and that that's just the territory of dealing with a, a strong man? Is it because we just don't want to confront it? Like what is that? I think it's because we don't want to confront it. Mm. It's like willful ignorance. Like if I can, if I can not like know about this, if I can, if I can say that this, I don't really have. Yeah, if I don't have proof that this didn't happen, but you do be having the proof though. <laughs> having the proof. I mean, yeah, she said she got hit. Sounds like hearsay to me. <laughs> yeah, she said she got hit, but it's hearsay. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like people don't want to see people that they enjoy or people that they idolize be human mm. have have flaws you know what i mean so I, I think it's just people just being willfully ignorant like just wanting to completely excuse um what they know is true so i think what you said is true to an extent i think we want to see them be human because we want to relate to them but to a certain extent yeah of like i don't want to address all that like I think about us on the on this podcast with um Joe Button, right? And his history of, of alleged abuse. Like alleged. <laughs> well no, didn't he actually get arrested for like domestic? He got arrested for it. I mean, but I mean Oh, the charges got dropped because yeah. of the whole the whole thing. Yeah. But like even that, like you look at football players and shit, like how we still, you know. <laughs> but we canceled the fuck well, the whole world canceled Ray Rice. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, Ray. <laughs> that nigga did not get a second chance, bro. No, absolutely not. Um, and this even applies to like you know if we're talking about just black men. This even applies to white people because like white people be abused, uh, ignoring shit like that all the time. But you come to certain things like how Michael Vick with the damn dogs and shit. Okay, how they dog this nigga like in the ground. I believe. Okay. Don't don't say some dumb shit. <laughs> don't think some dumb shit. I believe in animal rights but come on man but come on i mean i mean like i mean like they i mean like you got football dudes beating up their wives before michael v that's what i'm saying in no trouble that's what i'm saying it's like yeah that's what i'm saying okay <laughs> like I, I fully believe in animal rights we're not defending but dog fighting and shit. but like with this, the reason he went down because he was black no family. for sure yeah, it's just, I think you're right. It's, um, we just don't want to confront that shit, man. We don't want to, and like looking at that documentary, like even the fiance in one sentence saying like, um, what did she say? She said, oh, she said oh, they didn't actually have sex for like a year, right? While they were together. And then um, it was like, well, that's weird. Cause she was talking about sex all the time. His routines during that whole year. <laughs> and she was like, oh, well, we didn't have sex for a year. I'm not sure about him. And it was like super awkward. And then he gets to another point where she's talking about like how a woman approached her after shows. And it was like, how can you be with this dude? Like he's out here being gross to women and shit. Like how can you even stand by him? And she was like, this man took me and my daughter in and like supported us and loved us. And like, I, he, he just did what no other man could do. Like, what do you, like she was just, I obviously went to defense mode of like not acknowledging the shit. Yeah. So I think about how even women a lot of times um, perpetuate that. 
And is that for like a sense of like you just think this is the best it can be? Like you do think this is just a part of men? I mean, if that's what she said, it seemed like that's what she felt like. That's I mean, because in what if what you said is accurate? In what she said, it sounds like a a bit of helplessness. Mm. You know what I mean? Like she couldn't didn't have anywhere else to turn that's by saying you know she he did what no other man could do. A lot of niggas could have took you in. <laughs> There's a lot of niggas that could have took you in. So right. it sounds like she was in somewhat of a desperate place and she found a savior in him. That's if if, if like. your words are accurate. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to say verbatim. Yeah. That's what she said. But um, but it might have made me with the defense of like, he loved us. He cherished us. He helped me with my daughter and everything. He helped put her in the right direction and stuff. Like, it automatically went to defense. It didn't go anywhere towards like, def- you know, acknowledging like, this nigga's being super gross to a woman his whole life. Hey, man. You just gotta, you gotta let some niggas <laughs> massage over in, their, over in their own lane. <laughs> you gotta stay away. That's bad. It's bad. So, like, what's the solution, man? Like, other than just speaking up, like, what else can we There really is no do? solution. <laughs> Men's squeeze shit. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta let the massage stay over there. <laughs> the massages? Yeah, the massages. <laughs> um... You just gotta hope they don't procreate and pass that down. <laughs> That'd be the main one procreate. Those are things I'd be dicking down woman the most. I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. I think we just gotta. First of all, listen more in general. Like all men could just benefit greatly from just listening a lot more than we talk. I think. Oh yeah. Um, I think that's. I mean, it sounds simple, but like. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, okay. I'll say add this actively listening. Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I okay, I'm not gonna lie. I hear everything Karen tells me. Do I? I'll get yourself in trouble now. I, I mean, she knows this. Like, it ain't a big deal. I hear everything. I'm gonna tell you what you do because I see Do I take happens. in everything? No. I'm gonna tell you what this, this happens. It's so funny because she be getting so pissed off. Like, she'll be talking. You be like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. And then, like, she'll finish her sentence and then wait for the reply. And you'll be like, okay, I'm so sorry. I didn't know anything. I didn't hear anything you said. <laughs> I didn't listen to a single word you said. Can you repeat that one more time, please? And like, you're trying to be super nice with it. <laughs> hey, but see, here's the thing. Okay, so here's my growth, right? Before, if that same situation had happened, I would have said, all right, cool. <laughs> and I would have lied about, I would have lied about hearing what she said. How do you get away with so the growth? So the growth is I acknowledge the fact that I wasn't listening. <laughs> I'm actively listening now. Please repeat yourself. <laughs> How did you get away with like acting like you heard you what you thought what you said you heard, but you didn't actually hear it? Well, nine times out of ten, she's just telling me something. Well, she she would be telling me something mm-hmm. that like I didn't have to do anything with. <laughs> so if I would just listen, you know. But now I care about what she has to say. Now, right now? <laughs> right now, I care. <laughs> In this moment, you have my full attention. Y'all see the growth live on the air. <laughs> this, is, this is what male accomplishment looks like. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Actively listen, please. Like, before you assume, that's the most, that's the biggest thing I see. Like, we assume that we think we, we know what women are talking about or what they want, and we just put it out there. And we she doesn't take it. Um, we think she either has an attitude problem or whatever, or hey, this other nigga been. Um, or like she don't actually know what she wants. 
But it's like if you just listen, <laughs> like, literally, if you just take the time, just take a moment, just sit back and just be like, let me just receive what I'm hearing right now, instead of trying to build some kind of rebuttal to it. Like you'll learn so much in that. And with that information, take it back to your homeboys and spread it. Like, niggas ain't gonna listen. Bro, it's oh, but since what just happened, like what you just described earlier, that happens to me like all the time. Like niggas just say some fuck shit, and you just be like, "What makes you say that?" <laughs> <laughs> and then like it's like something like that heart beats like a little extra. <laughs> like what? What made you think that way? Yeah, <laughs> especially if there's woman in the room. Yeah, like they'll be like, "Well, you know," and yeah. that's that's what happened. It was other women in the room. See, yeah, see. <laughs> Yeah, to check your friends. Yeah, Miss, <laughs> I need to start looking like Tracy Chapman. Y'all gonna stop calling me Tracy Chapman? Like. <laughs> oh shit. Um, yeah, check your friends. Um, you gonna have some homeboys or associates who are not gonna listen, and that's when the ones you need to cut off. Um, you feel like you need but, to cut them off? I was, I was about like, to say. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, like you have like associates. I wouldn't call these dudes friends. You have associates, like space partners. Let's call them that. <laughs> like, not partner. partners, but opponents. Opponents, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't be friends with these dudes. Yeah, because everybody's an yeah. opponent. Exactly. <laughs> Me and Will gets the world. <laughs> um, you have these people that you do like social stuff with who will be ignorant as fuck. And for them, them to unlearn that, it would take a whole seminar, a whole a all day workshop, and you might not have the time for all that. So like. <laughs> You might be. You don't have time to save women. No, I got time. Wow. Oh, here you go. Here you wow, go. my God. I always got time to save women, but like, unfortunately, so not every nigga want to be saved. That's the problem. <laughs> you're right about that. So some niggas are so deep in their thought and some their belief. Like they in here. Like I'm in the mud. I'm gonna stay here. It's fun. And so you gotta let them do what they do. But you're gonna be fortunate to be around them. You just correct as long as you're doing the best you can. Like as long as you put forth a true effort. Because at the end of the day, like we don't gain anything from women's distrust in us, um, women having traumatic experiences with us, women being afraid of us, like we don't gain anything from that. So once you realize how important it is that you do this work to build a community that you say you want, so you can get this wife that you say you want and these kids you say you want, like you just gotta do the work to get that. So that's all I have to say about that. Any, there it is. Any final thoughts? Niggas go nig. <laughs> niggas go nig, y'all. I'm sorry. Niggas go nig. Unfortunately, do better. Niggas. All right. Well, for the last portion of our show, we're going to be doing our thirst of the week. This week's thirst is a favorite. <laughs> Bro, she, she lit. She, she's lit. <laughs> so, uh, this week's thirst is going to be Young Barbecue. Uh, super dope woman. Uh, she is a dancer. Slash comedian. Um, you can catch her on her Instagram, young y u n g b b q. Uh, this is I don't know if y'all have seen her, but she's the girl that dances in the street. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really all she does, and she does it in <laughs> hilarious ways. Um, there's a video of her dancing with Kevin on stage. Oh, from, oh God! This <laughs> is a video of her dancing with Kevin on stage from uh, All Deaf Comedy. My man leg hyperextended so bad. <laughs> Just pulled all the groin. Um, yeah, she danced with Kevo Stage. She danced with a couple other people. Um, if you want to, uh, a lot of people are viewing her now. Uh, the first time I saw her was when Tierra Wack said something. She Tierra Wack like posted her video and said, I hate her or something like that. <laughs> shout out to Tierra Wack. Yeah, shout out to Tierra Wack. She's one of my favorite uh artists as well. All right. But um, 
yeah, man, it's pretty dope seeing somebody who, you know, doesn't, uh, who just doesn't care and is having fun. So, Young Barbecue, catch her dancing in the middle of the street. She's actually an amazing dancer. She is. Um, and she just doesn't have, I guess, what you would say the typical body is for right. a dancer. I'll be pulling all the hammies. Just trying Bro. To but she's super free and amazing. So, check her out. You'll get a laugh. Um, young Barbecue. Yeah, man. Beautiful, beautiful stuff, man. Yep. Well, we appreciate y'all, yo, for another good show. Everybody tuning on us in the live show. You know, we repost this on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, Pornhub, everywhere. Um, after that, please stop trying to be me. What are you doing? What's happening to your mouth? I gotta get the sound down. We're taking down the show, y'all. I'm sorry. Ooh, got him. Got him. We'll throw up. We'll see y'all next week. Thank y'all so much. We love y'all. Peace. I want to kick you. Thank you for the seizure. Bro, I get too much spit in the corner of my mouth. Oh, you're saliva washing around. I could be one of them niggas from Africa that speaks the, uh, the click language. Bro, my words be all slurred. <laughs> <laughs> you think you have a future better? <laughs>